I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The Soul Path of Awakening. Understand what living awake is. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey. Ho, ho. I'm here, gang. A little late starting up. I got stuff that I do in the morning. Um... And the chat is not opening. It's just going round and round and round. Oh, my God. I tried to open it earlier. Um, Hey, everyone. (laughs) If you're new to this podcast, howdy. I'm Michelle. And it looks like we're having some technical difficulties with the chat. It's just I've refreshed it a couple times. Let's see what's happening here. Chat, chat. It's just processing 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 let's try it again um you can listen by phone 347-539-5122 uh press 1 on the keypad 539-5122 well 347 is the area code 347-539-5122 press 1 on the keypad if you have a question a comment or you want a reading um so those that normally listen in the chat, I know you can listen also by, um, well, not just phone, but Internet. So, you know, not necessarily in the chat, but I think it's through the, um, yeah, through the Internet somehow. There's, I haven't done it in so long I've been here, but I know there is a way to listen via computer without being in the chat. Okay. So those of you that are normally in the chat, I miss you. I hope my sound is great. I miss my compadres, mi amigas, amigas, amigas de la alma, my soul friends. Uh, can't see you in the chat. The chat really anchors the energy, but we'll see. I'll try to periodically uh, refresh. I can't reboot, otherwise I'd have to in the episode. So I will see. Yep, it's just going round and round and round, round and round and round. It's so weird. I was listening to this show uh, earlier today, and it was saying, you may have internet trouble. (laughs) And look what's happening, gang. Uh, The chat's not opening. So anyway, welcome. Welcome to Wisdom Wednesday, uh, where we're going to dive in. I love seeing everyone in the chat. I just have to feel your energy, I guess, just connect into the subtle energy. Um, again, if you did have a question or a comment, that number is 347-539-5122. Press 1 on the keypad if you have a question, a comment, or you want a reading. just want to make sure because we have a lot of people listening by phone, but maybe you would normally be in the chat. So I want to also keep extending the invite to connect with me on Soul Insights and Tarot on YouTube. 
also the Awakenings with Michelle Mache podcast on YouTube. We're going to be expanding there. It's looking like March, probably springtime for new beginnings. And, uh, yeah, some of you have, and it's been so cool because you've left me comments or, or you know, about uh, certain podcast episodes. And we are uploading some of the new uh, episodes, but also some of the oldies but goodies. So if some of you, especially new to this podcast and you've listened to some oldies but goodies and you're like, oh, this this should be on YouTube, just let me know and we will – uh, upload it. Okay, also, gang, before we dive in, I, I just have to extend an invite to the Patreon Soul Path community. So if you're wanting more support, you want to know more about the soul, what is the soul, the nature of the soul, what we're doing here, what your soul path and purpose is, or how to actualize your soul gifts, your soul's purpose, your purpose for being, but also do a deeper dive into metaphysics, spiritualism, which not a lot of people teach spiritualism, metaphysics and the occult. Um, We've really doing a a program now that's a little more tailored, but I like to leave it wiggly room that way that the people that are um, in the community can share their insights or what works for them or also what they want to see. And especially if you're with the Soul Path Journey or Tier, you know, we meet monthly. We have a metaphysics and spiritualism salon. And we're getting the advanced, I would say, deeper dive basics of understanding and how to read and navigate this new energy. I will be sharing uh, more also of the shamanic side of things. So basically I'm using all of my tools and my training and also the information that I receive from the guides and the oversouls and tuning in to spirit. So there will be videos just predicting, forecasting what's coming up so that people have you know an understanding and more of a heads up. And I just have to say I've really been inspired. Some of you have been, you know, in the the monthly our monthly connecting our meetup. But the questions, the insights, uh, the way the information and insights are being applied and the way people are really listening, living more in the gap, you know. I tuned into that this morning in my meditation, and it's all about the gap, all about the gap, the deeper dive into the gap and understanding the gap and not fearing it and not trying to get caught in busy work. This doesn't mean you don't have to that you're not busy. It doesn't matter what's going on or how busy you are in your life. The pause is there, the gap is there. That is the void. That's the place of potential. And that's truly where we manifest the higher vibrational frequency of our soul expression of what is, you know, meant for our soul. Um I did have a question I wanted to get to. If somebody has any I am going to get to callers. Um, I had a question. I'm going to answer it here first and then maybe post um, elsewhere. But I had a question on soulmates, and it's a a really good question um, about, you know, not everybody, there's different types of soulmates. If you have any lengthy time period with someone, 
they are part of your soul group, soul tribe. Now, what level, right? Everything, and people are learning this in our Patreon group and then also, you know, other courses that I've done through Union, um, the soul-centered living, you know, umbrella that's that's there. So everything I'm gearing into different ways is to really help the actualization of what's coming up in the next few years and especially the huge, huge change it starts around 2025 and really gains momentum into 2027, 2028 for another huge turning point in 2030. So we're in a timeline for some even you know fundamental changes that begin in 2050. But like we will notice the the which if, if, when you're at 2050 and you look back, you'll think, oh, that's a small change, but all change starts in small increments, and then there's exponential leaps. And one of the things that people are really realizing right now is that um, that I've been working with and connecting with and w- walking the path with is that they do make a difference, that their individual life, their frequency, their vibrational fr- and whatever they're doing is making a change. And so we are trying to speed some certain things up change the trajectory of some things that are going on. This is why you're seeing a lot of distractions right now in the world, a lot of fear-based stuff, especially around aliens and balloons and all of this kind of stuff. I've had experiences with aliens, other dimensional beings, beings from other, not only dimensions, but other non-terrestrial beings, how let's say that. Like my mom used to say, Michelle, you don't have to fear the spirits. It's the people that are embodied. <laughs> she didn't say embodied, but she said, you know, the humans, the people. Trust me, you don't, I mean, the spirit, all of that, aliens, you, that, that's the least of our concern or worries. And if you just are doing your life aligned, you're right where you need to be. There, there's nothing, you know nothing cataclysmic that's going to happen from that source. But there are a lot of fear tactics right now that are being levied and about war and this and that. And you have to remember, and even science, and I'm going to go back to the soulmates, even science has shown this, that positive thoughts are stronger and have than negative thoughts. The problem is because the vibrational frequency, well, this is me from a metaphysical standpoint, the medium range of mainstream consciousness, the mainstream world that lives in the beta consciousness, is gossip. And gossip is important. It, it's, 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 I know it sounds silly, but it's a lower rate or lower harmonic, and I don't mean better or worse, but lower harmonic of Gemini. It's a way for people to connect. Oh, did you hear about so-and-so? It's also... Um, and a lot of sociologists uh, talk about this, that it's a way to check and see who's safe. We feel people out by either talking about other people or other people talking about other people. We get kind of the lay of the land of who has what kind of reputation. So it comes from very a tribal, survival kind of aspect that our reputation precedes us so we get an idea of, oh, do I want to go in that direction or not, right, or what's going on. 
Um, the problem is, is when people stay there because it's the realm of the concrete mind, which I'm not going to get into here, but we've been talking about that on Patreon. The concrete mind, which is not very flexible or flexible at all. As you get in higher octaves of the mental realm, there's the lower, mid, and higher mind or divine mind, the collect, you know, the universal mind, God mind. Then there's much more mutability. There's much, there's many more options as to what can happen in your life or in a particular relationship. And so we're being moved up in octaves, in vibrational frequency, in energy input and output to have not only multidimensional or parallel living and, and drawing our selves from other dimensions uh, to us in the present, but also to live out and feel, to, but quickly, like a fast computer, to process what is that option? Oh, no, that's not where I want to go. Oh, okay, that option is better. So to have foresight, that is a gift or an ability that's going to be coming. We have hindsight, but we're going to be having foresight. There's no reason not to have foresight, right? You get it? So we've had hindsight, right? Hindsight is 2020. Well, so is foresight. So as we raise in vibrational frequency, our awareness, our understanding, we're able to extend or expand in through the higher self to connect into God, God consciousness, which just means less filtered energy, less filtered perception. That's all we're talking about. We're just talking about the lens is clearer. And that's why you have foresight that you don't yet understand from a logic or rational point of view but from an intuitive, sensing, feeling point of view and a snapshot, which could be mental, that you get a snapshot of something and then you get to see if it plays out or not. You know, again, it, this is a lot about mutability, under being able to be more mutable. Kind of the name of the game right now. So um, I, what I wanted to share really quickly, then we're going to get on to callers. 347-539-5122. Press 1 on the keypad. That's the number. Press 1. The question about soulmates. We have different soulmates that are of different vibrational frequencies. So it's kind of like a pie, and if you look at what's in one layer of the pie, you know, or cake. Let's say there's ganache in there, you know, some kind of wonderful raspberry filling or chocolate ganache in the center. That there's the flour, or let's say maybe it's a flourless cake, but there's something in the center, right? And there's the frosting. And then it might be more dense towards the rim of the cake. So some people we attract and connect with could represent or be aspects of our denser frequency, what's falling off, falling away, or what needs to heal or be moved on from. Some are representing where we are. They're supportive of where we are and where we're going. And others are where we are going. So it's possible to pick soulmates or attract soulmates that are more of the higher vibrational resonance and frequency of you. It's possible to be also pick soulmates or be attracted to or it's part of your dharma, your, your learning, to then to share. 
pick those that are more trauma-based or what we call from trauma bonding, that they're representing the traumas in your life and you're replaying a pattern. And some people are meant to get out of that pattern and some people are not. I mean, that's where the wisdom is and that's where you apply yourself. So everything is a pattern. Everything is a matrix. We are a divine matrix, a sacred geometry, a note beyond the concrete mind or limited consciousness of the human existence is an infinite design, a matrix that is beyond what could be calculated, let's say, because it's infinite. We can get to certain calculations and understandings, but then as we get more into source energies, it's much more uncalculable, right? We can't calculate. Uh, calculated so it's 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 up to us to see and connect with to our higher self the extended aspect of our being to take an overview as to what we're attracting what is it representing and definitely you will notice especially if you've done a lot of inner work repatterning you're going to see that you are attracting differently You're magnetizing differently because you're transmitting differently. You're broadcasting different signaling, different complex vibrational frequencies, energies, tone, wavelengths, which means that your thoughts, beliefs, your ideas, your way of navigating in the world, which is that's all thoughts and beliefs are, is ways of navigating in the world. It's It's a mental construct map. So you attract differently. So a lot of people say, well, I'm waiting for my soulmate. Well, you may be attracting soulmates. So you've got to see, look and see what, what soulmates do you want to bring in. You know, when you're at, at a job or work, you know, and you're with a group of people, there's soulmate. They're, they're part of your, they're serving a, form, a function. They're part of your form or formation, the information of what you need maybe to heal. This is why I always look around wherever I'm going and what I'm attracting. Um, And shout out to Blue Note Cafe Buna, who gave me a free coffee for Valentine's Day yesterday. It was so sweet. Um, It's a very high vibrational frequency, this particular Blue Note that I go to. Um, Some of you also know Blue Stone Cafe I go, similar. The other day we're there and we're talking about kindness and grace. And it's not forced. And I'm looking and I'm going, these people are light workers. See, a lot of times we think light workers are, oh, they do Reiki or they do readings or they have a you know podcast like my podcast. No, there are many ways that light workers wield their light. And that's the consciousness of understanding your soul's purpose and path is that you're doing it no matter where you are. And the more you consciously do it, the more you harness that universal frequency energy or God, the all that is energy. It literally amps your energy. You become really the vehicle, the vessel. But there has to be knowingness. Knowing yourself, your truth, your understanding, your good points, bad points, your your foibles in life, mistakes, your ups, your downs, your strengths, your weaknesses, all with love and compassion. After The more you can understand yourself, 
the less blind spots you have. Now, we're all going to have blind spots. We're all going to have areas that are less conscious. Believe me, I have my own. And some of them I'm, I'm quite aware of, and some I'm like, ooh, didn't know that was there. Or maybe someone points something out to me, which I always appreciate. So it's time to clear the lenses. It's try, time to clear the compass, the inner compass, the inner GPS, the, st- the signals, the static that we've had. Because all we're talking about in awakening is becoming less diluted, less diluted energy, potency. It's about living more potent. But that, with that comes responsibility, right? Because someone could have a lot of potency and misuse that power. Well, that ability, because that was part of the glamour realm, is going to be lessening. Why? Because when there is more potency, there's less dilution, we see the transparency. That's the path that we're in right now. Talks about it even human design, the path of transparency and insight. So as we become more transparent, that doesn't mean we're, we're always going to have, yes, secrets. It's not about that. It's a vibrational thing. It's, it's an intention thing. Do I mean you harm? Because that's why we have the ego created. Do, do you mean me harm? You know, or do I mean myself harm? I better stop these certain behaviors and just keep the status quo, you know, so I don't ruin my life. But when we're no longer living that way, we're much more transparent. Intimacy. I see into me. I see into you. You see into you. You see into me. My intentions are transparent. I'm, I'm getting my, my, my signal is, is broadcasting clearer. You know, I'm more in harmony with myself, more in resonance. There's more coherence within me. So that I'm guided by my own personal flow and how my personal flow aligns to the universal flow through people and situations that I'm not trying to manipulate my flow. I'm understanding my flow and using my particular energy because the flow is your vibrational frequency. It's your soul signature frequency and the, and the resonance that best aligns and matches to that. So this is what we're talking about is we're more potent. We're sending out a clearer signal, right? We're broadcasting much more clearly, and therefore what we're getting, you know, so as a transponder both broadcasts and receives a signal. So as we're able to do that more, we're getting more and more of the situations, people, circumstances, options, opportunities, and experiences that are much more aligned to our soul, and that's a, a different game. It's, it's much less hit or miss. So that will also change the soulmates that we attract, the type of soulmates and how we are able to call in soulmates and how we're able to recognize, wow, I'm getting exactly what I need right now. Or sometimes we don't know what we need. So the external world can show that, what our inner world is needing. Oh, I need nurturing. Oh, I need guidance. Oh, I need this. Oh, I need support. Oh, I need freedom. Oh, I need fresh air. You know, whatever it is, it's hard to always know what you need because it's such an internal focus. Sometimes it's so deep. It hasn't yet 
you know, revealed itself to us. But it always has externally in the metaphysical axiom, if we have but the eyes to see and the ears to hear, beyond the physical eyes, beyond external hearing, which means the third eye focus. All right, Soul Lights, 347-539-5122 is the number to call. And uh, let's get to callers here. Hi, you're on air. Oh, I hope the... Let's see if this... Oh, goody, it's working. Goody, goody, goody. Hi, you're on air. Hi, this is Kate. Hey, Kate, hi. Hi. Thank you. I... You're welcome. Um, I'm going to Mexico, and I'm excited for, but it's in a short amount. I mean, in just a couple weeks, I have to buy a plane ticket right away. And Uh in general, I always find myself, um, like, searching for too long. Like, I'll find a deal. Uh If it's a hotel, if it's an Airbnb, if it's a ticket, I'll be like, oh, that looks good, but... And then I'll like look at five other airlines and five other Airbnbs, and then I'll go back, and that deal will be gone. It's you know, gone. so that's just kind of I'm becoming aware of that. Um, what can I do to to hit the target? Uh, you know what I mean? Just like that's it, bam! I know it, and I'll buy it mm-hmm. or do it or whatever. Apply for that job or whatever it is. So I okay. First of all, walk look at it. I would say for you, write down like the three top ones that you that you've been looking at, right? And then see which one you're drawn to most, which you keep coming back to, and just in your mind, just say, okay, this is perfect for me. The right situation and circumstances, even though I can't see it, is in mm. this choice, and then ah. move on. Yeah, because what I feel you're wanting to do, and I get it is you want to have the perfect experience. You're trying to create this experience. And then it's like, well, is it going to be here? Is it going to be there? Is it going to be this one? Or right. is it going to be that one? But it, yeah, so it's, it's, so in understanding that, pop it up to the higher self that, okay, the, even though I don't know what it is or how it's going to be, the perfect experience is there for me in this choice. Mm. Mm. And then you have to do a pattern interrupt. You have to do a distraction, which means you have to do something else and let it go. You can't stay thinking about it in your mind. Because, see, the ego mind will always, I call it ping-ponging. It ping-pongs back and forth. Right. So I have to hit by. I, I do a pattern interruption of waiting too long. I don't purchase it. I don't pick it. Fast enough. Yeah, okay, you don't want to leave the site then, is what you're saying. You have to buy it then. But I don't. That's my habit is I'll find what I do like. Yes, this is great, the right price and the right thing, and I don't reserve it. And instead I keep well, looking then do what for I said. another one. Reserve that one no matter what. If that if you're feeling like this is the one that I want, reserve yeah, that and I'm then not, do the mantra. I don't hmm? do that, but I don't do that. That's what I'm asking is how do I change that habit? I'm telling you. 
Sometimes there's no, some, it's like somebody saying, I never get to the gym. How can I get to the gym? Sometimes, you know what I'm saying? You have to be willing no. to try. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to just go to the gym, right? Sometimes on the earth plane, you just have to, you have to do something. In other words, for you, this is what I'm trying to tell you, if you don't do it that way, you're going to stay stuck in your head. In other words, if you say, I'll come back to that, you're going to find another one and another one. So how can you look at that and say, this is the, I'm, this is the perfect choice for me. You know, I'm drawn to this. See, you have to get out of your head, your ego, is what's uh-huh. going on. Well, what I heard you say was you, step away and walk away from it. So that, that's I interpret that to mean don't purchase it at that time. That's how I oh, no, 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 no. Purchase it and then okay. do the mantra and then walk away. Get away from the computer. Okay. Don't go. That's yeah, it. don't that's go back. Yeah. That's the point that I meant. That, yeah. Ah, perfect, Kate. Yeah. Now, if you're looking at things and you're making a choice, I said you could write out, like, if it's three yeah. things and then see yeah. which one you're drawn to and then pick it and then walk away. But you have to walk away. Whichever Whichever one, yeah, whichever one you're working on, whether it's a multiple choice or you have to click buy, the key yeah. is in the walking away and doing something else. Ah, oh, okay. That's, yeah. That's a big Yeah. It doesn't work if we, don't, if we don't shift and bring new energy and essentially, you know, walk away. That's the big thing in a pattern interrupt. You have to... Oh. You, we, we call it a competing, a competing um, phrase or competing action. You have to walk away or you have to replace it with something. You know, another good thing is, is to do it when, you ha- when you're really busy or you're running out to do errands or you have to meet someone. Mm. And then it becomes, oh, yeah, see, I know this stuff mm-hmm. as a hypnotherapist. So, <laughs> and I use it in my life. So, so then you go, oh, my God. Oh my God, I can't do this. You know, my high, one other way that I learned this is my beautiful higher self, and I probably was even my guides, but I know for sure my higher self. When I would have things that were really important, and especially back in the when I was doing a lot of TV stuff, and especially for being a psychic, and it could be it could be a talk I was doing or I was being on camera, and I was preparing and I did all everything, and then I would start getting nervous and. What would happen is there'd be traffic, or maybe I'm supposed to go on at 1:15, and then I get there and they say, "Oh, good, you're here. We're running early. Let's go in." I'd be like, "Oh my God!" in my head, you know. I'm like, and what I realized it was my higher self all the time doing things so I couldn't overthink, and especially so that if that I need be that I could channel my higher self and not my ego. And or if it's guide work, you know. I mean, I had that recently with this uh, sound healing workshop I did with Grace. I couldn't believe it. I forgot one of the tech pieces. I can't even remember what it was. Some, some, oh, I forgot my computer. I need my computer to oh. log on. Oh. And do, yeah. Oh. Luckily, she lives near me. And then I real, And then when I come back, I see all these like little alien faces saying "Welcome home." I mean, there was these signs for some reason on wow. the telephone poles in her. Yeah, it was weird. I was mm. like, I never saw those before. So I slow down. And oh, what was the interesting thing was I got to uh, take an email from a, a, a client that's 
going through something with their father is in the part of transitioning, and I wouldn't have caught that. And they had also wanted to do the workshop. So, you know, anyway, I, because because I had to leave, you know, and I was waiting, so then I got to do these things. So I slowed down going on the back, you know, to her place to do the, to her studio, and I just stopped in my car and I said, okay, and I just started breathing. I said, I get it, I get it, I see where I'm being guided. I just have to let go and let the higher frequencies come in, be connected to my higher self, and there was specific work that I was doing with the oversouls and the spiritual hierarchy in this particular workshop, which, by the way, we're doing another one, February 25th. If you're, if people are interested, email yeah. Uh, yeah, Michelle at soulplayground.life, or, or you can go to courses, courses, classes, events, whatever, on the website. So that's why. So you're just going to give a pattern interrupt, Kate, so that mm-hmm. you can connect to your higher self, mm-hmm. so that you, um, yeah, so you can get the higher vibrational frequency of what's right for you. That's what this is about. So you're not living in the lower, right? Right. The the cycle of the brain, yeah, circling. Um, Yeah. Do you think, do you feel anything about this trip? That's a second thing, and I got a scoot. So, yeah, I think it's going to be good if you, um, yeah, I think it's going to be good if you let it be. (laughs) <laughs> yeah where are you going by the way because i may be going um, um it's the first time going to ahik lake lake chapala ahik oh but, ahik. yeah I've, I've seen videos on it yeah nice nice yeah nice, nice. all right kate talk to you all later right. thank you i'll keep this okay good bye hi you're on air Hello. Hi, you're on air. 209. Okay, I'll come back to you. Hi, you're on air. Welcome. Hello. Hi there. Hi, this Hi. is Sonia. Hi. How Tanya are you? or Sonia? Sonia. 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 With an Hi, S. Sonia. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Um, Hi. Hi. I've done, I've done a few... Um, private calls with you um and i have a quick question for you today kind of follow up on our previous can you hear me yes i can Uh, okay i'm outside um yeah i was checking to see if you're getting any vibes or um um any readings on a potential property purchase um for my business and there was one i recently looked at and i didn't know if you had any Yay or nays? That you're bu- that you're buying? Yeah, for my business. I'm trying to see you're tr- what. <laughs> okay, you're trying. What are you trying to do now? Um, just see if I should expand in renting or if I should purchase. And I looked at a few condo suites um, last okay. week and. I'm getting confused. I thought I would check in with you. Now, I'm getting a okay. I'm getting a wait. I, I got a wait okay. psychically, and then I got I got a wait. Is there some consideration that's going on? What's the um? 
I feel like there's something I, I guess else so. that's yeah. What is it? Because I feel like there's something else. What is the reason to wait? It might be something else. Okay, there's a lot with your work. Okay, there's a lot with work. Group. Are, are you launching something else or starting something else? Yeah, I'm starting a different type that's, of service. That's why. And okay. so I need I need more space, but yet I'm kind of straddling. I've always sort of straddled two two locations, and um, last time we met, you were encouraged me to kind of branch out into this certain location. So I I I'm also thought that, and so I'm focusing some time investing in space to where where to set up like a home base, um, and and so I'm just curious if. Purchasing, renting, it's where I'm at. Well, I think renting, okay, but you need more space where you are. What is coming up about the space? I'm almost feeling like it's also about you reaching out or into different groups, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Online or something. Yeah, there's something about you reaching out. Um. This service would be in person. I, yeah, it'd have to be. I'd have to be in person. So that's why I need okay. to have a, I have a larger space because I need to be in person. Oh, people are going to come over. Mhm. Yeah, it's a treatment. Okay, it shows you're going to, but I what I'm getting is somehow the timing is off or a little bit later. So there's something that you can okay. do now. There's something mm-hmm. that you can yeah, do that now sense. that is, yeah, and do that for a while. It may only be three or four months. And I do mm-hmm. feel like you, the right place is going to come in for you. It may be through someone you know or some a group. You may hear of something. Oh. But yeah. okay, because when you move, you dilute energy. See, you've been building energy. When we move, it dilutes our energy. It scatters our energy. So I think they're just wanting you to to garner or you know kind of consolidate what you're doing a little bit um, and branch out more yeah. on your own, whether groups or online, in person. You extending out yourself, and then what you actually need is going to come in. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, did yes, that make that sense? Was helpful. Good. Yep. Oh, good, good, yeah, good. Thank you. I'm like, what is this about? What is it? I'm like, because I psychically heard a no, and I'm like, okay, what does this mean? Then I threw the astrodice, and mm-hmm. I got a no, and I got kind of the reason why. So, um, I'm yeah, glad you I, and I did in. feel, but, yeah, I did feel a little bit of feel, a pause too, and but yet, yeah, I that's I why. feel a push and then a pause, like a push and then a pause, and I I sometimes worry is that my fear, you know, or is it um, no, is it is it my intuition, and so. That makes sense, though. And well, sometimes so, like, our that intuition makes sense to me three months from now. Like oh, see, well, sometimes sometimes mm-hmm. it comes in as a fear. Like fear is not a bad emotion. It's when we live chronically mm-hmm. in fear. You know, I mean, sometimes I get a little. The other day, I had a little fear flash. I was walking, you know, to my friend's two little doggies. So I crossed the street. And the dog, the dog was growling. Then growled at another dog that came around the corner. And I was like, you know. I had that little flash. Would anything have happened? Maybe not, but I don't want to deal with the growly energy and the woman didn't look like she could hold the dog. So I just don't want to deal with that, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's 
that's hard sometimes to discern. Is it fear or intuition and holding you um, back? Yeah. Struggle, yeah, I struggle with that. So, you know, I, I sometimes I overthink things like the previous caller, and then you don't do anything. Yeah, well, here's the thing. If you're overthinking, that's the ego. That's paralyzing. But if you're, because usually when we overthink, we're trying to justify why we're getting um, a no on something. Usually that's what it is. Because a part of our mind is judging us, saying, you should do this. You should be ready. You should do that. But things in divine timing you know our own individual Mm -hmm. timing don't always go that way so sometimes what looks like procrastination is not really now if you're living your whole life that way that's a whole other thing you know but a lot of times when we're uncertain or we get blocked from the universe i call it you know blocking um it's because the timing is off. Something else needs to come in. We need to experience something else, or we need to connect with someone that we don't yet know. You know. Mm-hmm. Right. I know support. it's very interesting. Yes, yeah, support. It looks really interesting sometimes when people seem like they're jumping in. Um, you know, I remember one of the times I lived in Europe. I lived there for three years, and people were like, "Oh, you just jumped in," because it looked like that on the outside. But I'd actually gone and checked things out. I was winding things down. I came back. I, I lined up schools. I did all this stuff. Um, so I really wasn't jumping. Now, on the outside, it may have looked like, oh, Michelle just jumped and was brave. But, you know, I had a place to stay. I had a lot of things set up, uh, albeit in a short period of time, but everything fell into place. And so that's kind of another way that you can know. If, there, if, if it's not falling into place and you're feeling a no, you know, you're feeling uncertain, then that's the message that it's not, you know, it's not the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of yeah. build up first and then, and logically, logically that makes sense, um, you know, and that was, I think, part of my reservation. And um, it's just, uh, yeah. So just, yeah, one step at a time. So that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. And I'm going to tell you, well, I've you. never seen, the higher self is a, is very, very, um on some level practical, it really is. It gives us the steps, and it doesn't really force us to do anything before we're ready to, you know. I mean, really, mm-hmm. even if it seems like a jump, we've been thinking about it, you know. So, Yeah, when yeah. People, yeah, I know. I've right? asked this question before to you, like, years ago, and, and, and I just feel like I'm ready, but it's just like there's always, like, the next step, the next step. And, and so... So it's just well, timing. It's just divine timing. It but is. Right it's now timing. it's a pause. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. you're but you're a lot okay. closer. If you yeah, really I feel look it. at it, because you only have three, four months. You're very close. It's just you have to mm-hmm. consolidate a bit more, and it's about you branching out into other areas and other groups. It, you know, that's mm-hmm. the expansion right now is you, and so. Always, to some degree, when we expand our mind enough on our, on our behavior and, and our habits, then our environment expands somehow. Yeah. So you want to you want to meet your changes. You know, you want to meet because a lot of times people move someplace and they're not ready mentally. They're just doing because they need to, or they think they need they think they need to, and then they're like, oh. I don't know anybody here. Oh, I'm not. It, things aren't aligned. Yeah, because they weren't aligned truly internally. 
mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So you're the getting flow. the right message, Sonia. You're getting right. You're getting okay. the right message. All Thanks right. for confirming Talk that. To you later. <laughs> All right. You're Thank welcome. you so much. Bye bye. Bye bye. Hi, you're on air. Hello. Hello, hello. Whoops, did it go? Hi, you're on air. Hello. Hello. Hi, you're on air. Hi. Hi. Hi, this is Athena. Michelle, how are you? Great. And what's your first name? I can't hear. Athena. Athena. Hi, Athena. Welcome. Hey, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for taking my call. So I had a question. So I, I feel like I'm in a place in my life where on my job as well as family, there's been a lot of um, stress <laughs> um, and just betrayal. And it just kind of feels almost like I don't I don't believe in roots, but I don't know if, if somebody put something on me just because the situations are super drastic. Um I don't know, I guess I'm asking, do you see anything where that might have happened or? What, okay, so you think, what do you, tell me, tell me what, okay, you think somebody put like a spell on you? Yes, so I I have betrayal in my family (laughs) from a a major situation and it's almost yeah. like the same situation as occurred up in my job, but with, of course, different people, but it's, it's severe betrayal. And so the, it kind of happened at the same time. And so I don't know if it's just something, if it's just a learning experience for me. Um, and I'm still, it's been about two years now, and I'm trying to, I'm wondering if it could have been a spell or if the universe is trying to teach me something yeah. that I'm just not getting. Okay, it's a pattern, and spells can be, you know, even words are spells. I think that's the, there's a uh, word magic when we speak something into existence. But when we've had betrayal, especially family betrayal, uh, especially primary, you know, caretakers, mother, father, one or both, uh, siblings, that sets a pattern. Mm -hmm. So you really need to shift that pattern. You you first have to understand that you come from that. So you have to make an effort to, not out of, um, what's the word I want to say, you know, suspicion and, you know, being paranoid of people, but just make sure you're not overdoing or overgiving. The other thing, I don't know if I had told you before when you called in, but definitely doing my five-step emotional clearing process. Um, you can get it on soulplayground.life. Okay. Just the basic one you can copy and paste. I think it's it's either in Soul Path Tools um, or you, you can do a search for it. But anyway, five-step emotional clearing process, the basic, which you can get a lot out of that. Um, if you want to do the advanced, then um, I should look on there. What is it under? I never look on there, so I don't, I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll find it. Right, you'll find it. Okay, yeah. Soul Path Tools and um, Soul Path Tools. Okay. So if you want to buy, I don't know, it's ninety nine cents, whatever, for, for the recorded one. But but yeah. if you want just the the written one, that you can just copy, you know, copy and paste. Let's see what's okay. going on here. Yeah, and that will help you. But that's because we, are, like I said before, not we are patterns. 
and yeah. Here it is. What is it? Yeah, soul path tools. Yeah, we're patterns, and so oh. we we live and attract by by certain patterning. But the good news is we can change the pattern. You know. Okay. You just yeah. have to you just yeah, have to be sure. aware that the pattern is there. Doesn't matter how it got there. You know, voodoo, boo boo. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. If the pattern is there, then we're going to attract that way. Because even if something happens and we've lived from that place for a while with that expectation, that sets in a pattern. So the best thing we can do is get rid of the pattern. That's it. You're not your pattern. Yeah. So you can get rid of it. Exactly. Okay. All right, Athena. Take care. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hi, you're on air. Welcome. Hello. It's Jacqueline. Hey, Jacqueline. Hi. Donovan. Hey, Donovan. Oh, yeah, he's in the back. Oh, he can't hear you. It's the card lady. <laughs> That's the card lady, Michelle. He goes, oh. That's so funny because just as right before you picked up, I was like thinking about exactly what I would ask you. So that's really weird. Oh, very <laughs> um, cool. Yeah. So yeah. I'm working with this with a gentleman on a book, and it's getting there. We're almost there, and he's. There's been some, he keeps coming back with more and more corrections, but there also seems to be some confusion on his end with documents and things we've talked about. And I'm, I'm like, I don't know, a couple things I'm just worried is, is, he is older. I'm just like, is this something that's happening? I mean, I don't even know if I can really ask this, but like, is there something going on with maybe dementia, like memory stuff, or some kind of substance getting in there? No, I think you need to put stuff in writing and give it to people ahead of time. Have them read some end of story. Yeah, so it's, that it's, yeah, co- it's not, so it's, it's so not it's even clear. that. It's, it's, he's almost getting confused on what's going on with the publisher. Like, we've spoken about the process, and he's basically, he's we okay have to with send that. a list of yeah, I sent a list of corrections to the publisher, and he decided he has more corrections, so he decided to do it in the previous manuscript where we're supposed to be doing it off the oh, proof. Oh, you know what and I'm getting? I was like, what? It's because you're getting closer to publish. He's getting nervous. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah he's, he's getting he's, nervous. He's, he's, he's like, oh, well, I, I just edited the document that the publisher sent us. I was like, she didn't send us a document. I said, okay, why don't you find it in your email and send it to me? Because I never got that. He's like, I can't find it. I'm like, because it didn't happen. You know what I mean? Like things like that. Yeah. I, I think, think he's, he's second a bit... guessing himself. Yeah. Too. I don't yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, better than other stuff I was thinking. Because <laughs> I started yeah. to get a little worried about other things happening. All right. Well, yeah, this is dragging out. I hope, I'm hoping this happens soon. <laughs> mm. Published and done. Oh, no. <laughs> To get, um, let's see what's going on with him. I mean, there might be a little of the other, but I'm getting more nervousness. I'm really getting much more okay. nerves with him. Yeah, okay. I'm getting much more. That yeah, I, I mean, I'm, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's what I'm getting. That's good yeah, to Yeah, good to connect. <laughs> yeah. Good to connect with you, too. 
Yeah. Keep me posted on this. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I will. Bye. Bye. Let's see. We got next. Anybody next? Hi, you're on air. You know I love to be on air. How are you? (laughs) I thought it was you, Queen. Hello. How are you? How are you? I'm doing really well. I'm watching the chat just process. It's just the little circles going round and round. Can't get in the chat. So, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well, you can you can chat with me. It'd be that way sometimes. <laughs> yeah, and that's right. My, my question is, my connection with AI in terms of um, creative process, I'm loving mm-hmm. it. Okay. And I'm in the grocery store, so there's the sound, so I'll mute. Okay. So what do you want to know? What is your question? The um, openings available to me currently with my relationship with AI, I'm feeling a lot of things. My, yeah. With my creating with AI, visually. Okay, visual. Okay, digitally. Yeah. Okay. What I'm getting with you is that for you, anything that supports your creativity, your creative expression, because this is a very, you know, you're coming into more creativity, more creating content. You know, different kinds of content. I feel it could be visual. Could also be with mantra or words, tone, sound, singing. Um, so really just playing with that, playing with that. So whatever you're drawn to, Queen, is, I feel, something that's going to augment what you've already been doing, and it's also going to open other doors of other avenues uh, for you. So I would just say dance in the divine creation. Just dance in the divine. You know, you're dancing with the divine. That's how I would look at it. All right. Big hug. Thanks for the call. Hi, you're on air. Oh, hi. Lucky me. Yes. What's your name? Um, my name is Jamie. Hi, Jamie. Welcome. Thank What's your question? You. Um, related to the extreme migraines I've been experiencing and just having to support on a daily basis so they don't rev up. Um, okay. Really 10 years in the making. And... I am told that I'm needing to do, like, parasite cleanse, and there's layers of mold and possibly lime internally that needs to be released. There's been a lot of work mm-hmm. I've been doing in the last two years um, shamanically to release connections, and I'm tuning into spirit and my guides daily. Um, what do you have to share that could support and release that pattern? What would you like to know? What's your question? What is the most important thing I should be doing to release the migraine pattern? Mm. Okay, let's see. Have you, boy, it's really hard to hear you or connected your energy with the, there's something in the background. Um, when did Okay, can I fly okay, please? Thank you, love. Okay, here I am. Yeah, it's still 
Okay. Um, they've gotten better, right? There definitely is a lot of pressure. I'm also getting it in the in the neck. I, I do feel some of it is physical. There's a physical component also. So I don't just feel that it's, you know, environmental. I definitely do feel that there's a physical component. You know, without doing a deeper, you know, dive, since I do see our guests coming on. Um, so I would mm-hmm. definitely have that checked out or, or work on the, the neck and in the occipital area also. Mm-hmm. Um, that whole area seems very gets very jammed up. So it could also be something structural, or it could be you know how you where you drive, how you drive, how you read. If you're putting your neck, I, I don't know. But that whole area, I'm getting definitely even in, inflamed. Um, so mm-hmm. anything for you, like um, I'm actually getting like softer stuff, like cranial sacral. Or stretching, or being like on a on a neck on a neck block, a neck stretcher. You know, where you just lay your neck down to help with alignment. Um, things like, you know, um, definitely fresh air does help you. I was going to say aromatherapy, but I can see you're sometimes sensitive to scents. Um, Very. Yeah. Okay. So that's why they're saying no. But even just. Stretching, movement, um, obviously meditation, but I'm getting more, instead of sitting meditation, more lying down meditation and really supporting the small of the back and the the neck, the nape of the neck into the occipital area. So I feel if you bring that in with the other things that you're doing, that that could be very beneficial for you. All right, sweetie, keep us posted. Okay, good. Big hug, Jamie. Take care. All right, gang, time for our Awakening Dialogue. We have Suzanne Anderson with us, founder of Mysterial Women and also the Mysterial Leadership um, Emergence Program, which actually begins really soon, I think February 18th. But We'll be diving into that. Hey, Suzanne, how are you doing? Hi, Michelle. Good, thank you. Yeah. Good, 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 good. So um, let's just dive in. What is, I'm very intrigued, um, Mysterial Woman? You're the founder of this, and then you have a leadership emergence program. Uh, So, yeah, I want to know a little bit, a little bit about you, too, but I'm kind of, I'm curious of how this got birthed, this Mysterial Woman. Yeah. Well, I'll give you a bit of a sense of that. We actually spoke four years ago, you and I. So many things have changed since then. Probably what were you in your doing back then? Were, were, were you doing oh, No, I was actually doing the, this no. work, but I hadn't, I hadn't completed the um, That's yeah, what I But I hadn't completed I the, the book. Yeah. Okay. The new book that's so coming out. The, 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 oh, uh, the first new book. one. Okay. Yeah. What was the first book? So the way of the... Yeah, The Way of the Mysterial Woman, Upgrading How You Live, Love, and Lead. Okay, that's coming. That's the, yeah, one, that's the, the current one. one. Oh, that was the first that's one. That's the one that's out already and the one that's coming out. And I can give you a little sense of the connection here because it sort of probably gives us a topic to dive into. Uh, the new one is okay, called cool. You Make Your Path by Walking, A Transformational Ooh. Field Guide Through Trauma and Loss. Wow. Yeah. 
Wow, yeah. I love that. By so, walking. Right. Um, well, that's true. <laughs> basically, the place that I find myself um, in terms of where I'm called to serve is I think of it as um, guiding or coaching uh, women who are awakening to the next level of consciousness and are ready to really be a stand in the world for these new ways of being that I think are trying to come online now as a sort of evolutionary imperative. And we're being, we're being kind of called by these complex times to be a match for them. So, you know, there's just, I was just talking to someone yesterday who was considering entering into our program that starts this Saturday, as you said. Yeah, it starts for instance. Um, and, and the feeling that a lot of women are experiencing, I would say globally, but certainly if you're what I would call an awakening material, it's the sense of being unsettled and like something is shaking up and you, you don't know exactly what it is and you have a longing for something that's, you know, a sense that something else is trying to unfold through you, but you can't quite get there. You're kind of stuck in this, um, what I call habitual way of being. Mm-hmm. And that sense of um, the suffering, the sort of combination of the momentum and the, and the tension, the, the, the suffering and the longing is so common. And so many women, and you probably experience this when, you're, um, when you engage with people, that so many women can feel they've done something wrong or, I don't know, they're making a mistake or they shouldn't feel like this and I've worked so hard in my life and here I am and I'm in a successful job even or I'm, or I'm in a, in a I'm, my adult relationship and I have my children and why do I have this deep sense of longing for something more? And I think that's actually the evolutionary call, like this deep soul force that's sort of the deep feminine, you could say, nudging us to pay attention. So, so that's where I am in my, the work that I do. Mm, I like that, the nudge. I call it sometimes the nudge itself, you know, the nudge or yeah. the urge. Mm-hmm. And I do believe it does start with a, a um, you know, either a, a restless stirring, some called divine discontent, um, or this exactly, yeah. nudge or that there's something more that is happening, but we can't yet see it or define it. So it's very visceral usually. Um which that's why a lot sometimes of people sometimes it's miss actually it. well exactly sometimes. it can be very subtle. But but then sometimes and what I'm seeing more and more is that um the outer what did Jung say? Something like, you know, that which you don't address in ter- in terms of the unconscious directly will come and find you as fate. So thing you know, mm. often there will like be external. circumstances that, that just say, wake up. And, and, and if we, and this is what the second book is about, you know, how can we live through the disorienting times, which these are in yeah. general, let's just say, even if you don't have that personally, it just they are in general. How can we live through these times as a, as a, as a sort of, I don't know, alchemical brew in which we can mm-hmm. really grow and, and, and become rather than regress backwards and that's that's my interest that's the work that i do mm-hmm. i think sometimes too we call it in I, I know i have myself and i've witnessed it with other people is that we you know and i will even ask for that sometimes an external situation helps 
precipitate something. And of course, if there's consciousness and awareness there, a lot of times that's that opening or sometimes it feels like a schism, but whatever is called in can be very beneficial, very helpful because it it helps us make a decision or where we haven't been able to make a decision, you know, or know a, a, a pathway, it gives us something tangible to say, oh, I see why this is happening or, oh, this this route is better uh, than the other, you know, than the other route I was thinking of. Um, so yeah, I think mm-hmm. people not to mm-hmm. not to underrate that, but you can call in your changes if you feel something coming, and it is subtle, yeah. right? You may want to make it more. <laughs> I know sometimes I do. I want to make it more tangible, so I have less, uh, sometimes less work in a way. <laughs> well, I think the the. Um... The main thing, I guess, or my my deep belief and experience is that as women, we are in the midst of being asked by evolution itself to make a developmental move to literally grow again. Like as we have our, we've had 5,000 years of a masculine model of wholeness, which wasn't necessarily wrong. It's what it was. But it yeah. also is not sufficient right now to meet the complexity of these times, and so yeah. this this um, this need to grow is often cause, because often there's a sense of I just want to feel a little bit better. Let me just fix this little thing, and and I call that rearranging the deck chairs on the sinking Titanic. It's like you know we're really being asked to. Um, make a profound inner upgrade, and yeah. I've seen it. I this is the work I do with women, and, and we do in our in our um, deep programs together. It, is really get to be a match for these times, and, and and it means you have to welcome discomfort. Yeah, right? you have to welcome the 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 the, the this, almost the destabilizing or what's actually happening right now, the ways there, there's so few women I meet, at least the kind of women I meet probably because the work I'm in, you know, there things are shaking up in, in ways. And if you can be with that shaking up um, in a more proactive way, which is some of what you're suggesting, then, then I think that the, the, the lead has the possibility to trans form into gold, you know, the alchemy can occur. And that is, yeah. I, I have been seeing these profound new ways of being showing up in women who are doing that work. I mean, really um, having this multidimensional knowing coming in now, not just as yeah. you know, a weird thing that I kind of have this intuition or the kind of downloading yeah. you're able to do, but that actually we can cultivate these capacities. How do you do that? You know, and how do you get access? Mm. For example, yeah, yeah, I li- yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, it 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 is learning how to harness this awareness and and utilize it without being paralyzed by it. You know, like where what does this mean? Where is this coming from? But how do? And I think that just also takes consistency. You know. You know, trial and error, using and using, and then getting to know that part of yourself that, okay, this means this. This is this message. This is this directive. Or um, kind of with your, 
mysterial aspect. It's it's really harnessing the mystery, aligning to the the mystery. You know, it's it's. Yeah. I mean, it's there to be used. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this this is right? absolutely that that is a, the being with the mystery is a is a central piece of the work I feel for us right now as women to be. You know, the the mind we when the conditioned mind just wants certainty. And certainty is just more of the same, only slightly different, you know. So really to be able to welcome the uncertainty, the ambiguity, without it freaking us out, and uh, with, with sort of the welcome of what's coming now, what would, uh, yes, I might have to let go of this, but what if I'm held in something so much larger, kind of mm-hmm. unfolding of the front of the universe, you know, where I'm, I, can, I could rest into that a little bit. Yeah, and I think what you're saying, uh, Suzanne, you you really you have to go there. However, you want to look at it—the mystery, the quantum, whatever wording or whatever language—to get through these times, you have to go there. It's 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 a deeper purpose, higher purpose. You you, you have to extend into that. Um, otherwise, there isn't enough really to get through. You know <laughs> because things are changing so much, you know, that, but I think if people could do that, I think that's a really good, really good point. If people could every now and then just stretch to that um, understanding, then, you know, it's like a startup. It's like you have this great idea and you have a belief in it, but always in the in the beginning, you know, you're fired up in the middle. It doesn't, how is this going to work? doesn't make sense. You start having all this questioning. But if you have that vision, if you can connect to that, that reason why or that vision of something more, even if you ha- don't see it yet, that can really... Or, or if you people. can't see, you, can, you might be able to see it, but you can't see how to get there. And how to get the there, thing. yeah. You know, it's like, it, it's okay if you can't see how to get there. Because if you're really seeing... Yeah. And this is where the title of the second book is, is really, that's what it's pointing toward. Because for me, I was coming, getting ready to come out and publish my first book. We'd spent 10 years doing research in our university programs, kind of figuring out this path for women to awaken to this next level of their feminine and masculine strength. And uh, we'd finished that at the end of 2012, and we were starting to look for a publisher. And then in early 2013, on January the 3rd, actually, my husband uh, took his life. And, you know, I was getting ready to go up and out with my new book. And, oh, I you know, remember that now, yes. Yeah. yeah. And, in fact, yeah. life said, no, you'll, you'll go the other way. And it has been, um, the, the second book is, is really about the journey of living through that, you know, basically everything that was in my life within six months was gone, all the outer structures. And I was determined from the very beginning to, you know, I didn't know if I'd get through it for sure. I had, you know, I I didn't have that level of heroic certainty. But I did know that I would walk in the way of the mysterious woman. And and if Mm -hmm. that got me through, then I would know this really is a way of being that can hold up in the, you know, the worst that life can throw at you. And uh, the second book is, is sort of, therefore, and it comes out in June, it's, um, it is about that journey. So it's a memoir, but also kind of a guidebook because it's, 
um, how did I make my path by walking? How did I let the breaking open be a breaking through to more of my true nature and allow my service in the world to really expand in ways I could never have imagined? But to go back to where we started this little thread, I I held a an image of a possible future, and that's a big piece that we do in the work in terms of connecting women to it to their deep desire and starting to let the images activate the imaginal part of our nature. But how I would get there, I had no clue. Yeah. I really yeah. couldn't see it. I mean, I really couldn't see it. And, and, uh, and it unfolded. And even whether I would write a book, and when we last talked, I hadn't, um, I think I was just writing at that point, but I certainly didn't know if it would be a book to give to others at that mm-hmm. point. Um, and that just became apparent once it got down on paper. I realized, okay, I needed to write it first of all to to be a healing for myself, to sort of write myself back together. But but then it, my editor read it and said, you you got to make this into a book. It will be helpful for others. So that's what I did. Especially for these time, and because I I do love you know you make your path by walking, and it is one step. You know, sometimes I always say there's sometimes exponential leap. But they all start with a step, and it is sometimes literally just getting up and walking and seeing where you go and you know, what comes to your mind. Um, I know I've done that quite a bit. Um, it's just that, you know, well, the other thing, too, that I, I've noticed kind of doing this work, and, and it still it bears out, is that we're constantly in this emerging. So if we are living truthfully and authentically, there's this emergence. So we don't necessarily know. I mean, there's a part of us, obviously, we yeah. call higher self, whatever, the, you know, whatever that, that part, there's so many names for it. But the ego, the personality doesn't know, you know, the part that's walking the steps. Um, we can't yet imagine yet, you know, how we're getting somewhere. Um, and sometimes even where we're going, we have an idea, but you know it could be slightly different or very different. So I like that concept that you're saying about you make your path by walking. I think it brings it back to something that's very tangible because that rational mind a lot wants to map it all out mentally, and it just Absolutely. I don't know I, right it wants to, and there's so many twists and turns and when you, I think that's what you're also what you're saying because sometimes what happens when we're too locked into how something has to be or has to unfold or manifest, then we do by our very own higher nature call in within the tarot they call tower moments. We the extremity, the extreme can happen mm-hmm. uh, to kind of unplant us from you know what's become a more a less mutable and more rigid map. And that's Absolutely. Well, I call I feel, this right. What do you call? Yeah, I call this. Um, I call this capacity, and this is what we had started to see emerging in women at the end of the first book. We had in the last chapter of the book, I had identified these eight different meta capacities, and one of them is uh, called unfolding the emergent. And um, there's a chapter in, in the book on on this. And you know what I'd love to do is just to read. This is an invocation I wrote. Because I think your readers mm, might yes. find it helpful. Because the yep. these, in a way, I think all of these 
these new ways of being are actually trying to come online right now. I mean, they are trying to come online, but we need to do the work to clear from like old codes that are deep down in the DNA to, to have them come online. So I'll just read this and then they can, women can feel this part of their own nature awakening. Okay. okay? Yeah. I got it's, um, so, yeah, and if you're somewhere where you can close your eyes and just let these words, you know, sort of imagine yourself basically as a woman on the edge of evolution who is unfolding the emergent, and this is what it would, would be like. Everything, every single thing unfolds in the grace of time. You remove what blocks the flow and gasp in delight at what is revealed before your innocent eyes. Visualizing your clear desire out ahead in the future, you surrender to how you journey there, following the path seen and then not seen. You walk hand in hand with the mystery. Parts of you travel far ahead of your fears, willing to not know, to pay attention to signs and signals, to let some things go and others emerge, to be surprised by life. What moves you comes from the heart of wonder, not a stranger here on this good earth. You are a co-creator unfolding a world of beauty and possibility. Unfolding the emergent. So if if your listeners are taking that in and maybe they can just feel this possibility breaking up inside yeah. and of course the the capacities that have to come online for that but we don't have a lot of models and that show us this is actually <laughs> a valid way of being you know more than valid it's, no. it's only a match for the for the time mm-hmm. yeah well and i think why it's it's the new, it's new emerging consciousness. It's new. It's different. And uh, even I like you said earlier about the, like the inner masculine and feminine, the, because if you study, even when we had a matriarchal society, that wasn't, you know, toxic free, so to speak. That was not uh, Absolutely. healthy either, right? Pre-patriarchy. Uh, no. So. So something no, in new, fact, it was in, new... in, in the first book, totally new. In, in the first book, I, we go into that, the research basically of Ooh, the, the pattern, the pattern over time. But the, but yeah. the first way I learned that in college. The, the, That's the, why when people are all, yeah. oh, we need to go back to, and I'm like, uh, actually, if you no, do no, the no. research, it was, it was, they were not right. so evolved either. But, you know, um, what do you no, surmise they, they, with we, We're actually. Uh, this is a movement forward, but the thing that's needed now, then we, from that, you know, 50,000, 60,000 years, 50, probably more likely, of, um, you know, there was this big wave of the matriarchy 
phase, but then the healthy impulse that the masculine brought in started to actually grow us, both our consciousness, our capacities, our ways of being together. And all that's, you know, we've gone through all the various waves if you look through history and time from, you know, now we're just coming on the other side of the postmodern wave. But, you know, there's something new trying to come in, but it's not going to be about going back to just the great mother, but the great mother must be included. So it is actually the feminine healthy feminine needs to get brought online now and that's the work that we do and the healthy masculine has to come online and that's the work that we do and we discovered and that's the first the first book the way of the mystery woman is the research around the way the feminine and masculine co-arise in, in a polarity and that we have to actually clear both well when we do that work then this inner sacred marriage takes place what Jung started pointing toward in the turn of the 20th century. You know, this something else trying to come online. And that's what I call material because I didn't have a word to describe this kind of something else when the feminine and the masculine come together in women today. Mm. Yeah, Yeah. it's the, uh, I like that, the mysterial. Yeah, the conjunctio, that sacred, which is said to be the holy grail, is said to be that. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm divine masculine and divine feminine that um yeah so let's talk about that so yeah there is it's newly emerging it's new it's not what's emerging is not what we had years ago it definitely has a different qualities nuance bits of the old but there there is this um there are differences what what is your sense of it or take of what you've been experiencing and seeing of what's trying to emerge now? Yeah, the qualities of it. Because I, yes, because I think a lot of people, you know, and again, I guess that's just the, you know, rational mind, the logic mind, is we, is we go back to what we knew and, and, and say, well, it must be this, or <clears throat> it X's this out. But what are some of the qualities that you're seeing, whether within yourself, people yeah. you're working with, society, and, and how can people connect to some of these qualities within themselves and nurture them into a more consistent existence? Yeah, right. Well, that is the great question to be asking because that's what we need to be doing right now. Yeah. And that actually, the first book, we wrote it with a lot of practices in it so people could, if they'd never, if they weren't able to do programs with us, they would be able to just get practices right away and start doing it. So the what I'll say is the... Um, each one of the archetypes in this developmental pathway that we discovered that for women is the pathway basically of um, awakening to this next level of ourselves is it starts with the mother archetype. So it means coming into connection with the parts of ourselves that where we come back into our enoughness, into our bodies, into our sufficiency, into our, kind of grounded presence. And this is super important because I think with the development of some of the, the ways that information can move and, and our mind's capacity to see way out in the future, we, have, we can get in a kind of bypass of the wisdom of the body and that, or even a spiritual bypass where we just want to go up and out, but we don't come down and in to the wisdom that's in the body. So, you know, that happens in, in the mother archetype. Like, how do you really do that? And how do you transition from the 
limiting code of I am not enough to I am enough just as I am. And then the hero is the next archetype in the sequence, and that's the, the healthy masculine when it's online. You, just, you know what is yours to do. You have the capacity to set clear boundaries and to you know, have the discipline to stay with the things that matter to you, the agency to make things happen in the world. But the old code running there after 5,000 years in the, in the patriarchy is uh, I have to do to be of value. You know, so that just keeps mm. us doing, 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 and often the very wrong things. And then the next, femi- the next masculine archetype, so it's the mother, the hero, then it goes to the father archetype. And the father archetype is that when we're in it, we access it in a healthy way, we know our belonging and we sort of feel our own sovereign presence in our world. We can take a stand for the things that matter for us. Um, but when we're operating on the limiting code, which is I do not belong, then we kind of we have this collapse of either just pulling to be an outsider, then I can't really make a difference in the world, or just going along with what everybody else is doing and feeling you can't change anything. And then the other end of that masculine um, uh, archetypal energy is the, is a dynamic feminine energy we call the maiden energy. And culturally, that came in, and we write about this in the book, in around the 60s, that sort of, you know, the cultural revolution happened, where um, burning the bra, feminism, uh, back to the land, um, sexual revolution, uh, and all of that was going on at that time. And the maiden is really about, and when, in its healthy expression, it is, hey, I have a voice, and I'm meant to be using it in a creative way. And... But when you got the old code running, it's, you know, I've, I'm not safe to express myself. And so the, the, we shut our voices down. But all of that is then to prepare for the crone, which is the meta capacity that I feel is trying to come in now in culture. And this is part of this new wave that some people call the interval wave. Um, but definitely the crone has tried to come in before in culture, and it wasn't its time yet. It's a whole other quantum level of wisdom, love, and power that we're able to actually bring in. But if we don't have that, the healthy archetypes that are downstream from it, the ones I just said, um, then we're operating with, oh, I don't have enough knowledge. I don't have enough influence. I don't have enough connections. You know, someone else must know how to deal with this. I don't. I'm not the one that can make mm. a difference. So, so those are just give you a, a sense of the feminine and masculine um, the ways though those energies might show up as we do the shadow work deep in the unconscious to to unhook from the old code. Mm. One thing I, I really kind of beep on that you're saying um, is the body. It, it seems if we look most um, general doctrines or more mainstream religions. Um, all sect, not just Western, even Eastern, the body was kind of exiled, like you were saying, the spiritual, the spiritual okay. bypass, or let me, or we're, we're, it's punitive to be on earth, let me get out of here. And it does seem to be, and at least that was one of the things, messages that I had received from the guides, was that the body is critical because it's about Im- imbibing and embodying this new emerging consciousness. So it, it is about the 100%, body. 100%. Embodiment. Yeah, so that seems to be, and you mentioned that's what that. we're here for. Uh, we're here to, to, to embody. Yeah. We're here to be. That, that's what it means for a woman to be on the edge of evolution, I believe, is that 
we are literally waking up our consciousness. And that isn't just a mental thing. That's an embodied experience where we have, you know, we are bringing that energy in for the generations to come because, you know, it's going to be very, I would say, in a lot of different ways I receive information. From other realms, I'd say it's over the next two, three years, we're really going to be downloading being, we're getting our instruments capable, you know, of being yeah. able to download oh, yes, a so lot agree. more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's also with and the that's body. What you're doing. And, our, and that's what you do. Yes, yes. But you're right. We're getting our instruments ready. But you know, the the yeah. instruments that we that we are. Now, would you say that this would also have to do with Gaia, Pachamama, Mother Earth? That it's also changes within the earth or more awareness within the so that obviously within our physical body um and i even feel the physiology of our bodies um but would you say this also would have to do with earth itself do you oh, look at yes. that as, oh yes yeah absolutely okay. i think we're we're all <laughs> we are gaia i don't you yeah. know we are part yeah. of this beautiful beautiful living being and that's the problem. We don't see that, of course. We see ourselves as these separate little egos up on the surface of the earth, ping-ponging around. But when um, you really do drop down and in, you recognize your feet are on the ground. And the Great Mother is wanting to support you. She does all the time. Her, the arms of gravity you know, are holding you already here. Mm. And that support from... The, the Pachamama is there um, to the degree that we will open, you know, be receptive. And that's a, the great, beautiful yin field, the receptive feminine, that I think we absolutely have to awaken in ourselves as women right now. Mm. And maybe that's the part of the, the feminine brings in as well, is that awareness of that and, and living with that. And uh, boy, I can really feel the energy through you, Suzanne. You're really, you're really imbibing (laughs) this energy and embodying it. Yeah, drinking it in. It's beautiful. Thank you. um, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What a great, um, what a great path that you're walking. Uh, Let us know how to connect with you. Yeah, it is a path. Let us know um, how people can connect with you. What you have going on. And uh, you're always welcome yeah, to come back. You. This has been this has been wonderful. I think you've given some great insight and understanding, and you have some amazing uh, tools. Even just the concept of your book, you make your path by walking. I think that's like okay. That, that, that's like right. yeah. Okay. Right? It's that's so, exactly right. Yeah. That's the place to yeah, start. It's okay. You know, there's yeah. this whole yeah. expression of um, you know, we learn learning to see in the dark and. That is, you know, as opposed to there's someone else who's done a path and you're just going to follow someone else. It's like, no, you you will learn to see in the dark and you will make your path, but you you have to be you have to be on you have to be willing to take that step, as you said earlier. So, yeah. uh, if people want to take a step toward the work that I'm doing, the um, that I will mention the emergence program because it's always interesting. We we this is our 15 months journey crucible basically for women who are really ready to accelerate awakening and are just done with um, being stuck and 
you know, being done done with some of the, the ways of being. And that is launching Saturday. Um, so if you're not, mysterialwoman.com, M-Y-S-T-E-R-I-A-L woman.com is my website. And then you'll, you'll see um, a link to the program page itself. And at this point, because there are only a few spots left, and it's sort of the, I always think the circle itself is calling in the, the remaining women. And, and uh, I just did already two calls today. So if you think this could be for you and you have a residence, go read the program page, watch some of the testimonial videos, and then um, email me pronto um, at Suzanne at MysterialWoman.com and we'll set up an exploration call uh, to follow that up. So you've got my website. Um, the, you can get my book, uh, the first book, The Way of the Mysterial Woman, Upgrading How You Live, Love, and Lead. And these are all on Amazon or Bookshop, wherever you buy your books. And the second one coming out in June, you can pre-order now. It's called You Make Your Path by Walking. I'm on Instagram, Mysterial Woman. Um, we have a, I have a public figure page, Mysterial Woman. And I, um, I also have a Mighty Networks community page that you can, a community um, space where, we, where I do things. And you can find out all about that on my, my website. So I think that's um, that's it, and, and I appreciate the chance. It's it's great to reconnect with you again. I'd forgotten. Yeah. I, I enjoy so much our our the field of our um, exploration together. Yes, me as well. I mean, I'd love. I'm still just, you know, godsmacked over your the title. You make your path by walking. I mean, I think I think that message really needs to get. Um, through i remind myself of that like you just have to walk michelle just go just do the step in front and i think my god that's going to make things so much more you know so much more palatable for people and also easier just kind of bringing yeah. it it's back one step. you know i'll tell you yeah you literally you know what i still do every morning and maybe i know we probably have to close now but uh, i would get up in the morning first thing after when david died and my whole world fell apart I would swing my legs around and put my feet on the floor and say, I am so grateful for my embodiment. May mm. my step through this day be a blessing in the world. And I still do that. There's still, I didn't know what I would do, how the day would go, but that I'm here in this body, able to step and can make a difference in my own you know, soul's journey and in the experience of those who work with me, that I commit to. And that's really it. And then and then you let the, the next step show itself to you. Yeah. And you let the next step show itself to you. Let the next, yeah, yeah. let the next come. Yeah. Because it will. But and I think what what I hear you saying is sometimes too much forethought. It's too much for us, especially when we have a lot going on or just in the world today. Well, you too can't. Much. No, and even, yeah, you can't even, even trauma, yeah. you, you can't. You've lost the prefrontal, you know, that ability to, to yeah. plan is gone. You have to be in the moment. But the beautiful thing yeah. about that, and of course, some of the, I've, that's come back, some of that ability for me now to be able to vision and see further than I could then. But the beautiful thing is that it did, you know, like firmly put me in the present moment because that's the place mm. that's why we have to be in the body we miss mm. so many things that are actually trying to show themselves to us like the next step is trying to show itself to us but yeah we're too busy somewhere else 
you know, we're not yeah. there. We're not present. Yeah, because we're yeah. thinking about where it's coming from, and it's <laughs> that's the problem. We're thinking, of, and it's in the wrong. Yeah, we're going in the yeah, looking in the wrong direction, a wrong area sometimes, or just it's right there showing itself. Oh, Suzanne, oh, this has been wonderful. I feel very refreshed talking to you. I feel really good. So thank oh, you for great. that. Well, I do too. Yeah. Thank you for the opportunity to be with you and your your wonderful audience out there. Thanks. Well, I know you're in a wonderful flow, so be well and be in touch. And uh, I truly enjoyed our time together. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I feel good, gang. How do you feel? Feel good. Um, Oh, and I'm glad she admitted about the early matriarchy. We we can't go back. Matriarchy can't be in the blame game either. This is new, emerging. It's new, it's new, it's different and new. All right, Radiant Soul Lights, thanks for being here. And as always, continue to shine that bright light of yours. Share your insights and, of course, keep awake. I'm getting woke and staying woke. broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings Group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.